This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Our panelists today are Carlene Nation, media strategist at One Nation PR in Toronto, mm-hmm. former reporter and producer with CTV News, and on the air on a radio station which shall remain nameless out in Peel. Said, <laughs> she's a broadcaster. Kim Wright, principals of Wright Strategies, and uh, Mike Van Solen, principal at Navigator. Both strategists, all of you strategists. I'm a strategist, but you guys do it for a living. Uh, I talk on the radio, and what I want to talk about now is... Queen Kingston Eastern Intersection was closed for about two months, which has a monster impact because there's so many detours I could describe but won't. If you're out there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you take a look at that, and then you, I add in, for example, I come down here usually by Jarvis, but Jarvis heading south is a pain in the butt once you get to the uh, St. Lawrence Market area or maybe three or four blocks ahead of that. That sometimes takes me half an hour to get from, say, Adelaide and Jarvis down to Chorus Key, which is ridiculous. So I took to using Sherborne, which has been terrific. Mm-hmm. And I hit Sherborne today, and they've got it one lane, then the next block is the other lane, then the next block is the other lane, and they got these guys with signs, slow, stop, slow, stop. And I can tell you, slow. And I say to myself, how do we do it? We have, we we know we, we can beat this to death, but we know that we've got this old saw of July and construction. But now it doesn't matter whether it's July. We've got construction all the time. Even in the winter, they do construction, but never more than now. What? Are, where do we go with this? I mean, what, what's the impact on businesses? What's the impact on people in the community? And and do you worry about the fact that we're constantly addressing aging infrastructure, Kim? So there are a number of ways we can actually get at this, and this has just been a bugaboo of mine for years about how, and and most commuters, they'll see these lanes blocked off for weeks and months at a time, but nobody working on them. I'm sure there are people who or are the working. the Crosstown. But, you know, it, it, you can do labor agreements. And in fact, the Harris government brought in what they call project labor agreements uh, and where they work with the construction trades and they do an on time, on budget. They can work through, you know, on all, all the time as an ongoing measure. They can get these big infrastructure projects done. They've gone away from doing that. And I think for a variety of reasons that none of them really uh, matter to commuters, but I think the way that which we do infrastructure projects needs to be completely rethought because we do have potholes. We do have aging infrastructure. We do have a bunch of new towers being built and the underlying infrastructure of that of, you know, sewers and water mains also need to be fixed. So that's going to cause even more road uh, traffic nightmares. There are ways to redo this and governments and municipal governments have to get on with this in a better, more efficient way. Well, I'm told, uh, Carlene, by Brad Ross, who uh, is communications coordinator for Toronto, appeared on the show about an hour ago and said, you know, we've never uh, attacked so much infrastructure at one time. We're spending over a billion dollars. We decided that this was the year to get it done. Do you think that that's going to do it or are we going to hit the same thing next year? Because uh, I'm, I'm pretty rueful about the prospects. It's never ending. It's never ending. Pothole season, the winter, the, the, the winter months are, are brutal on our streets Things have to be repaired, but it's killing businesses. If you look at the Eglinton Crosstown and what used to be the uh, Caribbean community on Eglinton, Eglinton Oakwood, that's practically almost wiped out. Businesses are struggling on that stretch. 
but yet we need these infrastructure. Uh, the problem is businesses are going to die. I as walked a into a little business on Eglinton not that many weeks ago called Yitz's Deli. They're at the corner of uh, Avenue Road yeah, and yeah. Um, and Eglinton, so not that far from the Caribbean community, which is ten blocks up. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I I was the only person in there. Went in for breakfast, and I, I said to I said to the woman who I think is the owner's wife. This this crosstown thing is killing you. No, it, she it, said killing would be an improvement. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not funny because as you go further west on Eglinton, what used to be a vibrant Caribbean uh, neighborhood is dying. So I go up there all the time to shop and do whatever I can to shop on Eglinton in that stretch just to support the businesses. Yes, I, I, what I fear is that after all the construction is done on Eglinton, uh, you're going to see all of those businesses move out. Uh, gentrification will take place. It's going to be a sad transition of a big change in that area. Are we but, doing too much at the, at the at the same time, Mike? I, I Look, I think we have such an uh, infrastructure deficit. I don't know if there's a real way to say that we're doing too much. It certainly does feel, I, I think it's actual fact, that the city of Toronto is one big construction site. So... Um, but we do have to get on with the stuff. It is important. You know, I will note that the city of Toronto uh, just passed up an opportunity to have more competition, uh, more competition for infrastructure work. Which um, uh, and, your, and your folks which, could bid on, and there was nothing which, that stopped which them. Which the city of Toronto passed on. So this is why there's only a small group of uh, of. of construction outfits doing this work today and it was i think that type of stuff would help uh that stuff would help but generally coordination is, is what's going to be needed don't close the roads longer than they needed i that that intersection you describe is right by my house so this uh you know already uh since uh, labor day the the streetcars have been sort of pulled off those routes so i don't know if it had to be done a week ahead of time but you know there you go there you go. Okay, I should uh, tell something, uh, tell you all something, and tell the listeners at the same time. It's uh, 5.40 now, and in about five minutes, we're going to be joined by a fourth panelist. Well, that's not entirely technically true. We're going to be joined by Mayor Tory, who's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, his latest project announced at NATCO. Uh, it's NATCO, right? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's the transportation people from about 100 cities across North America, and this is the first time that this conference has been held in Toronto. So he announced uh, a driverless shuttle project that will uh, take its its place in the West Rouge area, uh, and it's it's strictly a test. Well, then again, the King Street pilot project was a test too. But anyway, it's a test <laughs> of using a driverless shuttle that takes ten to twelve people at a time uh, between uh, West Rouge and the Go train, and it's a joint project of TTC and Metrolinx. But I'm interested in the driverless aspects of it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.